Good day. This is the AOS coach. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't know what you're gonna do, and I love it a thousand times. Oh my god. Coach is a wonderful human being. Mm-hmm. At some point I'm gonna run out of these, you know. I, I got the next one, don't you worry. It's it's all set. It's good to go. I I'll, we'll start repeating eventually, but it'll be fine. But uh, you have to do, like you have to do coach's outro. You know who's outro, right? After the video ends. No, no. Uh, well, clearly you're not a fan uh, because well, you're not no, listening all the way to the end. I listen in the car till you know I get out of work, and then usually I move on to something else. So <laughs> before I get to the end of it, it's like yeah, I, I get it. Sometimes I'm listening to a show and uh, I get through the news, I get through the hobby, and they get to the main topic, and I'm like. Done and dusted. I don't care. I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's now, like, if it's, now, if he's talking about corn or something like that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it to the end. But it's been a while since I made it to the end. What's the outro? Give me the outro. Oh, he just he thanks his Patreon. Um, but like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I it's good. Like, yeah. he, he puts in a nice like little bit of a like, little bit of pun. It's, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. But uh, cool. yeah, welcome. Episode 44 of the Strength Hammer podcast, everybody. I think I got that number right. I think... It's only been a week, so I should remember it now. Yeah, I think it's 44. Could be 43. It's not 45. Somewhere somewhere thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. So I hope everyone's doing well. Neil, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. My wife has the Black Plague, but I'm doing great. That's true. That's true. Uh, it, it, is she still in the room? Is she, is she going she gonna... to... She's still in the room. If you hear anybody just like start like literally like like hacking like a dog that's trying to bring something up... <laughs> Then that is in fact my wife. I was gonna say serenading, but uh, okay. Yeah, She's laughing over there. Laugh is what makes her hack. Yes, yeah, so we're trying. Coming. We're trying She's to make her so laugh. It's so hard to make not like make this come on the podcast. But it's it's gonna. <laughs> She's doing some breathing. The more we acknowledge her, the more she's gonna laugh too. So it's great. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, let's uh, let's start with that little that that usual fitness check. And Neil, have you uh, have you gotten any start on your fitness that you're trying to get done this year? So. Oh gosh, no, not yet, not yet. Oh. Nope. Work, 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 work. Well, how's the? But, how, uh, I how, almost like literally before this podcast, I was like, "Crap, I haven't done anything yet." I almost went downstairs and grabbed my dumbbells so I could work out on the show. But I figured that ooh. wouldn't make for good breathing into this mic. So I would be fine. I'm okay with it. I could... <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, it's just laughing. You know the whole ah. the whole uh, the whole time just curls for the girls. Curls right? for the girls. I mean, yeah, that's that's what it is. You got to you either got the go muscles or the show muscles, right? That's that's like me and Alex in the gym. He's got the he's got the show muscles, and I got the go muscles. So it's uh nice. But also, I'm married and he's single, so it's kind of makes sense. That's right. <laughs> it's it's funny. I can tell whenever he's like interested in 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 somebody because he's like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing a cut. I'm like, oh okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you do that. I'm just gonna keep lifting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My wife's never seen me with six packs abs, and so she's fine with that. I don't have to yeah. maintain that. I have one ab, one very large ab. I have I have it usually two. If I try hard, I can get four. Um, I like beer and cake too much to get the six. Uh, maybe one day. Regardless, okay. Uh, how, wait, how's the uh, um, post oral surgery? That all no repercussions. All good there. No, we're all good. We're all good. You we're, didn't get hooked on any sort of narcotics healed. or anything? The last stage of the, uh, the crown coming next week, and then it's all done. Okay. And uh, so am I financially. Yeah, well, hey, that's why you have a 3D <laughs> printer, so you can print all your armies now, right? Yeah, well, I screwed that up a little bit today, too. So. Oh, no. Is that for coal that you're screwing it up for? Yep, 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 yep. 
God damn it, Cole. Yeah. He moves to Ohio. It's a little piece of the FEP. It's a, it's, a, it's a real tight piece of plastic. And uh, I was scraping fat. it, and I got some ridges in it. Not a good, not a good thing. Oh, is that so the any, plate? Any of you, you thirteen listeners who have a three D printer will know what I'm talking about. Is that is that the plate that it prints on? Because you have a resin printer, right? UV resin. It is. Um, it is a resin printer. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, build plate that pushes down into the vat, and right. it pushes against that plastic. And so, yeah, sometimes if you have a failed print, you gotta you gotta kind of chisel out some cured resin. I mm-hmm. thought I was chiseling some cured resin, and I was chiseling my fat, and that's no good. You don't want that. Is that a expensive error, or is that like yeah, a... It's like a $20, $20 fix. So it's okay. So it's not bad, but it's not ideal. Mm-hmm. So you see, you need some spare feps around, is what you're saying. Yeah, I need some, some spare feps. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, let's... let's uh. Let's, uh let, I mean, my fitness, I, I, I'm on the last week of that eight-week program. That uh, last last week of actual work on this eight week program. Because next week's a deload week, um, mm-hmm. and boy, do I need it. I'm feeling good today, mm-hmm. but this 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 program I wrote with Alex um, at Fit Hammer on Instagram, um, it's it's a doozy. It's been fun. Uh, I mean, heck, this yesterday I was doing four hundred five deadlifts for reps, which just feels so fucking good to do. <laughs> Like, yeah, I feel so, I feel really strong and, and it's, it's great. I mean, that's, that's not just from this program. It's progress from years, but like this program is allowing me to push it farther. But, uh, I'm very much, and even him, like we did our workout today and both of us are like, yeah, even though I'm feeling good, I can't wait to the deload week because my body's going, stop it. <laughs> stop it. I can have so much heavy shit. The brain likes it though. Yeah. Got, got to, got to build in those rest days. Yeah, yeah. Like so, it's it's it was it was three weeks of you know progress progress um, heavier weights each time each week as uh, like a five through one type scheme with accessory work, and then there's a deload week and another three weeks, but it continues on getting heavier. So this is the this is the heaviest week, and like it's, it's thankfully tonight was the last really rough night. Tomorrow's overhead press, um, some redelt stuff, some biceps. Like it's nothing. You're not stuff you're not gonna go super heavy on anyway because like you just you just can't so it's not gonna be mm-hmm. a a ball buster so mm-hmm. get that done and then uh already looking at the next program but we're gonna take a couple weeks we'll we'll go to the gym together but um not gonna be on like a real program we're just gonna have some fun for a couple weeks and then then get in the next one and the next one I'm looking at um I I, I talk I, I'll, I'll talk about too much but over in Columbus actually there's a uh, a wonderful human being called Dave Tate at Elite FTS. Powerlifting legend, does a great podcast, search YouTube for Elite FTS. Um, and it's just, it's not just powerlifting, but it's fitness. He's just as a powerlifter, but it's a program I bought off of him that he did with his late friend, John Meadows. So it's actually powerlifting mixed with bodybuilding because that John Meadows was a bodybuilder. So it's, yeah, it's should be perfect for me and Alex because I'm more powerlifting. He's more bodybuilding. Now I know who you're going to be hanging out with when you drop day two. I wish I. I mean, I, <laughs> I. I would love to just talk to that man. Like he's older fella. He's seen so much. Uh, he and I, and I and like you can go to his facility. You can't work out in the gym, but you can go check it out. But like usually they're doing stuff. And and if I walked in there, it's not that he wouldn't give me the time of day. He seems like a person who's just like yeah, chat, hang out, love to meet people, like n- no problem. But he's so busy <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. Like he wouldn't have the time, and I don't. I'm not gonna go bug somebody just to be like, oh, I like content. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. Yeah, but, but yeah, every time I'm in Columbus, because it's three and a half hours away, I'm like, I should stop in. So if I do drop, I'm gonna go check it out. But... 
but uh yeah that's 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 a little sneak peek at our, our brew hammer event coming up then um but yeah. first let's do a little 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 hobby chat meal outside of your printer fail any any hobby going on well outside of that printer fail i've had a lot of, i've had some printer successes so, so we're, we're doing some 3d printing um we've, we've printed up some uh some stand-in um i guess what you can call the old fantasy uh oh gosh we're demigriffs so it's from a some different publisher which i'll not name on here since they're not sponsoring us yeah sponsor us for co- yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but anyway so um those those prints came out okay uh, i've been uh, hitting up the marvel crisis protocol played another game i played against the sylvaneth would you like to hear about that yeah wait wait okay it's gonna stop you because it sounded like you played marvel crisis protocol against sylvaneth no, okay. So, okay. so I played <laughs> you went back and forth real, real quick. After I played my Nurgle army against Sylvaneth. So, okay, okay. So yeah, Nurgle um, versus the Nurgle Sylvaneth. army that I will be uh, uh, taking the Brewhammer. So Ooh, I don't know okay. if you want me to get into all that, then I'll, I'll start uh, here. Uh, uh, save that so, for the, save, let's save that because we're going to talk Brewhammer prep tonight. So mm-hmm. so I'd say hold on to that in your back pocket just for a little so bit. So I played here. a game. That's part of the hobby. Yep. Um, other than that, just messing with uh, 3D printers and... Uh, Doing some fun paints on uh, Crisis Protocol, but that's uh, that's about it. And uh, and also writing the pack for Adepta Walt. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in my mind. Is right now the pack is in my head. Um, uh, yeah, just a, along with the, the gerbil on the wheel it, that that needs frequent rest breaks. Neil, Neil, if the <laughs> pack I'll stay hydrated. <laughs> now remember, I'm the one bugging you for the pack, and I'm mm-hmm. also the easiest person to please. So if you mm. just put out like a word document that had the um, picture of Taylor Swift giving the double deuces, and mm-hmm. it said show up at this time on this day, yeah, bring these these game systems, leave leave by this time on this day, I'd be like, boom, that's a pack. I'm happy. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. I I thought about just writing um, a day one fun, day two fun, day three fun. Absolutely. Well, make sure you put in that uh, that uh, that Mexican place where we can get those oh, yeah, margaritas. Mexican, yeah. I want that. Yeah, I want that. One, oh yeah, that big and, margarita. And anybody who gets a Corona Rita or two um, will get bonus points in, in whatever games we play, or maybe gets to go first, no matter what the role is. We should do a Corona Rita. We have to, we we order it and we have to drink it before we eat food. And it's a uh, and it's <laughs> it's a fitness challenge because we have to run there. We have to eat Mexican, drink Corona Ritas till we can almost uh, can't see, and then we'll run back to my house. It's a it's a good uh, what'd you say three quarters of a mile? It's a mile. It's a mile, it's a mile. run. Okay, all right. I mean, that's yeah. I st- I, st- I still have a pretty good uh, eight minute mile pace. I, I test yeah. it every once in a while, just like like if, if I'm going to the gym and, and Alex is running late, he which he does often. Um, I'll just get on the treadmill and I'll just run a mile to see how fast I can go. And it's just like, yeah, I got a good solid eight minutes mile with um, being sober and not pushing myself too hard. So I think, I think I got this. I got this in the bag. Big, big M just dropped. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> big M's out. <laughs> no, you know what he's going to be? He's going to be the guy driving the car, setting the pace. Right? <laughs> We're all going to keep up no. with Matt. He just shouts like, you know, just, just bad things at us the entire time. No, he's he's gonna be behind <laughs> us, just honking the horn, like get out of the way, you damn kids! <laughs> Try threaten to run us over. 
Oh man, I'm gonna That's print good. out some numbers and everything for this run. It'll be great. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, heck yeah, let's do it. The, the... See, see, it's it's formulating. <laughs> oh god, what am I doing? Um, okay, let's see. My hobby. Um, I'm I'm waist deep in Warhammer Fest terrain building. Uh, I turned a corner on it today though, actually, because uh, like a good person does, you you do the worst stuff first. So I did the two hardest. So there's four pieces of terrain that I'm I'm essentially building out of 39 boxes of extremists. Um. I've in sub assemblies, I've built the hardest two. And then I'm on the essentially the wall section, like those L walls. Mm-hmm. There's like a little like it's I guess you call these a use because they're a little bit bigger. They have an extra corner, but they're super easy. We're not worrying about the extra like fiddly bits on them. So it's really mm-hmm. just like cutting them out. It's gonna be take longer than actually putting them together. So I think I'm gonna have this Warhammer Fest train built by end of day tomorrow, which is which will be by today if you're listening to this podcast on release day. Um, I mean, then comes painting, and that's where I'm going to need help with friends, so we'll, we'll worry about that mm-hmm. later. Um, and I may have uh, committed to help um, with the ever-expanding kill team at the U.S. Open event, so I might have more terrain coming, but oh my God. kill team terrain is not hard. It's smaller and easier, so that's that's fine. And as I said, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm earning my keep. You know, like I'm, I'm getting paid to do this, so it's not like it's a chore out of the goodness of my heart. It's, it's, and it's still, it's fun. Like I, I enjoy doing it. I, like I'm really good at building terrain, even though it gets mind numbing at times, even for me. Mm. Tape up the fingers and get to work, huh? Not the fingers. Tape up the the uh, clippers. Oh. I uh, oh, yeah, because uh, at the first time I ever did a big terrain project was for Nova, when I had 92 pounds of those little ruined L's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And first, the first day I taped my hand, and I was like, wait a second, what if I tape the tool? And I did. So every time I do these big terrain projects, I just tape the tool and just go, and you're, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. I did a bunch of them for uh, for Matt for, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, one of the bars events, and whew, it wasn't nearly what you did, and my, my hands were getting cut to pieces. So. It's 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 been rough because like a lot of um, the fitness stuff that is in the program requires a lot of grip stuff so like my hands I, i'm like i'm taking like massage gun and usually these massage gun like you know get hit, hit the quads hit the shoulders the back maybe the bicep a little bit i'm literally just putting them like in my hand on my thumb and just letting it go for like five to ten minutes each night just oh, to like man. get the blood in there like that's the only thing keeping my hands going right now when you honest. hit 50 you are going to have some crippling arthritis man i hate to be the bearer of bad news <laughs> no it's 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 yeah but i, I might but i'm gonna have a, i'm gonna have a vice like death grip so watch out <laughs> uh let's see but yeah that that's that's going well um uh what else happened oh i did uh i got i got a couple games and um two were for brew hammer prep one i i will save about those later but one was a um uh a teaching game with uh, my barn hours crew my uh, you know, mark over there wanted to learn so he has he picked up Bellacor because he's doing Legion of the First Prince because he likes mixing all the demons. So I was like, eh, I'll take over um, my character and Overlord just for a little teaching game. So it was a good times, You know, like, it helps me get the rust knocked off. Um, mm-hmm. Playing a different army than just my daughter's cane to be like, oh, yeah, I think about things a little bit differently. So that was a good game. And then uh, outside of that, as far as actual hobby, um, I had orders come in. I bought stuff. We count those, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. 
Okay, so uh, my first, um, let's see, I got my Warhammer Plus subscription model, the uh, Corn Chaos Warrior, which I'm actually giving to a buddy of mine who could do much more with it than I ever will because I don't play that army. Um, I got my uh, chapter approved. I also got my Arcs of Omen Abaddon, the narrative book, which I'm excited. I'm going to be diving into that tomorrow. To I, I love... I love two things about this new uh, this new narrative they're doing for 40k. Um, one, they're doing a series of books, which I always like the series when they're doing narratives. Like it's like it gets me excited. It's not just I'm I'm not just blowing through it in in a weekend and I'm done. It's like get get some story, get some teasers. Next one, you know, like a month's time. And second, inside this book is nothing competitive. There's no competitive rules in this book, which I hope that's what they do for Sigmar. Here's a narrative campaign. There's there's some narrative rules in here for some fun stuff, but it's just all narrative. Like good, nothing that's, matched. Nothing matched. Like I don't care. I, and because like I, the thing is, I don't want there to be something matched in here for an army I play, and now I have to drag this book around. Yeah, yeah, it's no good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's like it's perfectly fine, and I'm gonna buy them all. I'm perfectly mm -hmm. fine with them releasing it and and just enjoying it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, I eat the narrative stuff up. So yeah, well, it's like, especially I, the, like the legit narrative stuff. That's so that's what this is, and if it's good, I'll let you know. Like I said, there's probably still some uh, available, and I can always, um, or always loan it to you too. It's it's it, it's I'm excited for it. Like all the reviews were like the story was cool, but you know, I want to read it myself. I'm not reading a review on it. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, um, the last item I needed for my. Katachan Crusade Army is here to get me to 25 power level, so about 500-ish points. It was a Chimera, so I actually built and primed that. Uh, and then sadly, it's sitting with my Katachans, who have had no work on them in like a week and a half, two weeks. <laughs> Just the, There hasn't been the drive, and I don't need to force it. You know what I mean? Can I, can I congratulate you on one thing? Um, What's that? You may be the only living person who can claim to be building a 40k army based on power level well done son <laughs> <laughs> there's people that do play power level because crusade is technically power level mm. but mm. you are probably right in the fact that i'm only looking at power level for this army <laughs> i don't mm -hmm. care about points <laughs> you could be right on that sir uh but like i said it's the the urge to paint further like i said i got the priming done i got the skin color done on all the uh guys with their you know big muscly arms and then like i haven't had the urge to paint and i was also busy with fest terrain so i'm not forcing it which is fine so it's you know i don't need to force it i just it's there it's not leaving my hobby desk i'll i'll, I'll never put it something away because it's not done till it's painted for me mm -hmm. um but i also picked up something for my path to glory iron jaws army that arrived as Ooh. well just five more brutes the points drop made it work so it's actually a thousand points perfectly now Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll just add one more thing to my Crusade Force, because I had the points from the last time I've actually ever played Path of Glory. So mm -hmm. it's like, also it's a thousand point list. Like I said, it's kind of twofer. Um, I don't know if it's ever going to grow past that. If it does, I'm probably going to buy Kragnos, because he's cool. Uh, but yeah, that was... Nice. Yeah, so that's that. I'll build that probably tomorrow or maybe this weekend at a little hobby day or something. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll probably honestly paint them up before I paint up the Catachans, because... I don't know. I've just, I have the urge to paint it. And then uh, besides that, uh, some, use, some more stuff for my uh, Fire Slayers arrived. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm, 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 I almost have everything I need for the Fire Slayers army. The rest of what I need, except for one piece, is coming in with my General's Handbook order, which will probably be in next week. 
And then the last piece actually is a is a gift from you in the Ren4 Club. That annoying, mm-hmm. stupid piece of terrain that no one cares about, but I have to have it. The old pizza oven. Yeah, but I actually got some, uh, don't tell GW, uh, some 3D printed anvils. So I might do some converting on that. Make it a little more anvil of doomy if I can. Oh, there you go. We'll see, we'll see. Or I might just be like, ah, screw it, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... Um, I actually, so just you talking about your hobby time right now just actually gave me some ideas for Adepta Won't. Um, one full day is going to be Crusade. And okay. another full day is going to be, um, we're going to do, uh, what's a Path to Glory? For uh, for AOS, so man, so I have to bring. T- well, actually, I don't have to bring my daughter's game. Do we need day to- three is going to be some uh, fantasy? I think. So can you? Can, is it possible whenever you make this pack that you can say you need at minimum this number of points and at most this number of points for any game system? Sure. Well, it's the, the best thing about Path to Glory and everything is. Uh, you can just determine the points on the fly. Right? Well, no, no, so, but like I only have a thousand points. So if I want to bring my Path of Glory army, but then we also want to do two thousand points of Sigmar, I have to bring a second army, which I can do. I just want to make sure I plan ahead. Like if I only have to bring, I mean, the... you can you can do it either way. I mean, if you want to just bring the one, uh, the the, uh... I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll play with it. I say, if yeah, we're doing I'm Path just, of Glory, I'm formulating things. I'm formulating. If we're doing Path of Glory, I want to record because I want to actually keep track of that. So it's it's like I'll bring oh, the yeah. Path of Glory army. I'm not gonna just. Because otherwise, if you're not playing Path of Glory and and actually logging it and trying to like go through it, you're kind of there's like no there's no risk no reward. You're kind of just playing oh, yeah. a small point game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm game for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the rest. Of- yeah, I think that's actually all my hobby. Now I can think about it. Um, I'm looking around because I have so much crap going on, uh, which is weird. It doesn't feel like it, but. I guess, I guess it is for some people. This would be a lot of stuff. Oh, my, my upcoming Toon King's Army is continuing at pace, and it looks lovely, and I can't wait to show the world. And um, it's great. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you have, to, you have to look back at the Tayrathi Invitation. We'll hear about that one if you, you miss you that. You have a uh, full Toon King's Army by uh, Adeptawalt? There you go. It's... I'm not sure if it's going to be right by Adeptawalt. I can't guarantee. Due to travels of the person painting it and their time allotments, uh, it's very mm-hmm. possible but I can't guarantee it at this point. Tell this person uh, he lost at fours and to get to work. <laughs> I can't do that. Because <laughs> he, al- he also bought the two kings army, so... <laughs> or can you? <laughs> you just roll a dice. You say on a four, this has to be done by such a time. Yeah, what if mm-hmm. I roll a three? What does that mean? Uh, then you have to paint something for him by that time. He, he has enough tomb kings that he's also doing a tomb kings army. <laughs> <laughs> gets to pick that's true that's true but uh yeah no i think i think it covers most of my hobby um yeah that's i said it's it's quite a bit like it's weird because like there's such a it's interesting I, I guess not to go up on a tangent here but you know even comparing it to lifting so if i look at my lifting from a couple years ago like i'm so much farther ahead i'm not like ridiculously farther ahead but being able to do 405 deadlifts for reps, 225 bench for reps. Like, you know, all the stuff that was like, you know, on good days I could hit that number for one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like now it's just like, it's kind of like more closer towards the baseline. Same thing with the hobby. Like, if I look back at my time before when I was doing like three hours a hobby a week and I was like, man, I'm crushing it. And now I'm just like, 
I don't know, three hours of hobby, like in the morning, <laughs> you know, like, like the, 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 as you get more involved, like the level, the baseline increases and the flag moves farther away. So it's, it's interesting. Cause like, I don't feel like I'm doing much in the hobby. I feel super lazy in the hobby as I build the terrain for Warhammer Fest. <laughs> it's, it, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound egotistical. It's just, it's just weird, but it's also fun and I'm enjoying it. Nice. But, uh, yeah. So actually let's, let's, let's talk about Warhammer a little more. Warhammer Open specifically. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of news because there's been some fun stuff. We've got the new GHB coming out. Neil, have you, uh, I've seen excitement around it on your end. Oh, very much so. Like, whereas I, I'm, I think we kind of touched on this last week. Mm -hmm. uh, but I am a hundred percent flip on where I was from that last uh, from season one. Um, so season two is a lot more viable yep. to me in the way that I like to play and the things. You know, I've been beating the drum for making something to make these little foot heroes be relevant. Yep. You know, and yep. so they're at least relevant at this point. Um, you know, I <laughs> I wish there was a way to actually make them. You know a little bit more game relevant in terms of like what they do for your army a little more output they, yeah. they are scoring battle tactics and things like that so they are game relevant don't get me wrong they're 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 the game relevant right relevancy this this season but um i you know i still wish that they had a little bit more like let's say if this season transitions to something else which you know it will yeah um, based on, you know these, these the last two seasons um i, I hope that they would stay somewhat relevant somehow right you know um maybe maybe keep some of that protection they're getting this time into the next season or whatever but mm -hmm. you know that's not neither here nor there that's kind of looking in the future but as for right now i'm very happy with how it looks i'm very excited to play in Brewhammer, knowing that Brewhammer is going to be playing these new rules um i don't expect to win in fact um based on my last game i expect to lose badly <laughs> um, however um uh, i i will do so like i think i was saying earlier just because i'm bad at this game doesn't mean i don't enjoy the challenge of trying to win so <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 no i i, I get you uh, yeah i'm 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 super on board like like you like and really just took bounty hunters going away yeah bounty hunters really are gone did. and i can run the army i want really to a, to a better effect and i'm i'm excited mm. for it yeah. Uh, and like I said, that'll probably pop up more here when we talk a little bit more about Brewhammer shortly. But um, yeah, let's let's uh, the U.S. Open. Uh, I don't think we mentioned this last time. This was let me let me check the dates. No, we we did not because it, it released the Friday after this podcast was already recorded. So the U.S. Open series for 2023 dates and locations have been announced over in Warcom. Uh, and why I'm caring about this is because I get to go to them. Yay to run Age of Sigmar. So we got Kansas City, Tacoma, Washington, which I'm glad you're saying Tacoma, not Seattle this year, because it's not in Seattle. <laughs> and not that it's a big deal. Tacoma is still a lovely place. Um, but I was just tired of people going like, it's not Seattle, it's Tacoma. The people that were from there. And I'm like, I get it. You're local. Please stop. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Kansas City, Tacoma, Washington, Tampa Bay, Florida, which I've been to Tampa Bay many times for a prior job. And I do love it down there. Food's mm -hmm. great. Town's great. Uh, I'm excited for Bay, it. I'm like, I find the Fort Myers a lot. I wonder how far that is from Tampa Bay. Probably a good three hours, though. Uh, Everything I feel like in the... <laughs> no, it's actually, it's actually not because uh, some, some, I never had to, but like other coworkers who flew down with me were, would visit Tampa 
area, like the Plant City area, and they would drive down the Fort Myers because we also had locations down there. So mm. let, me, let me do it live on air. Tampa Bay to Fort Myers, which Fort Myers is also lovely. Fascinating. Talk amongst yourselves right now, listeners. Yeah, two-hour drive. Two-hour drive. <laughs> two-hour drive. Wow. That's not bad. Up the coast, too. So it'll be up, I mean, the Gulf Coast, but... Which the one thing I will say that I don't like about Tampa is the golf is not my type of beach. Having visited, yeah, I mean, it, it's, there's no waves. There's uh... no waves. Lots of seashells. It's it's still beautiful. It's a beautiful beach, but it's just like eh, it's. I I know what I like, and I like I like the uh like the ocean coast. But and then regardless, moving on, and then the World Championships, which were announced before, and I think we talked about, is going to be Atlanta, Georgia, which is mm. going to be fun. Uh, well, I guess I, Chuck, I'll see you in Atlanta. You know, heck yeah! If I fly down, <laughs> so when I make the championships, uh huh, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, that, that's the in Atlanta. I, I see Atlanta because, like, you know, the first year we had it in Warhammer Citadel because you know, saving costs is probably the choice there, and it was a very small event. It was just the people that won the events and just the U.S. Open events. Obviously, this past year people who won different events that we offered the golden tickets to. So then we had the grand narrative. So it was at this beautiful location uh, in, in Santa Ana Pueblo near Albuquerque. And then like this year, it's like, oh man, where's it going to be this year? Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. That's not necessarily a thrilling place to be compared to the last place we were at. But <laughs> being a world championship, where there's going to be golden tickets across the world now for events for Sigmar and 40K. Mm-hmm. My guess is because Atlanta is such a big hub in the United States, it's probably the cheapest place to fly people into, and it's probably a very reasonably priced venue that we can get bigger. So we can also probably do, I think, you know, the grand narrative and and as well as a bigger finale type format. So mm. logistically, I get it. <laughs> My wife, who was excited and came with me last year to Albuquerque to to enjoy that resort while I work seventeen hours a day. Is less thrilled. She does not care to go to Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> so she's gonna no. be staying home. <laughs> she's gonna pass on getting mugged. All right. Yeah, yeah, she's she's out. She's out. Um, this is the only one actually in here that she was like, mm, maybe I'll go to Tampa with you. I'm like, absolutely, if you want. But also, when is when is that? It's the Tampa's in October. Uh, so fifty fifty on the weather. Mm. But still, I love. I, I'm happy of all the places. Uh, Tacoma's, like I said, the Kansas City and Tacoma, too, as someone who worked at these events, two of the nicest venues. The staff was wonderful. They let us just do our jobs. There's no union stuff. Like, it's not that, not that unions are bad. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that because unions have a good place. But when you're in a place like a major city up in the Midwest that won't be named, uh, that uses unions and you're being held by the balls to use these rules and it's just slowing you down and in the way mm. it's a nightmare uh <laughs> whereas kansas city tacoma staff was great they, they helped us out they let us do our job and it was all wonderful and then yeah i don't think tampa atlanta are going to have those issues either probably by their track record so that is fun and i can't wait to enjoy this series and i'm glad there's only three in a finale not four in a finale because that makes it a really tough year and it allows me to go into more tournaments myself which i'm very very excited for which i think it's about time for us to talk to because i'm just talking about all the fun i get to do going across the country and i'm sure neil's like shut up chuck i don't care 
just want my 3D printer to work. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, let's let's get into it. Brewhammer. You we are mean, T minus like what two weeks now? Less than that. I, my brain is not wrapped around that yet. Uh, now I'm preparing, mm-hmm. but like mentally, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> it's yeah. I'm I'm. I think was it last year? I didn't go to a GT until middle of summer, and it was in Pittsburgh, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Like the only other event I technically went to would be the one I ran five minutes from my house as the invitational. Yeah. It was it was a weird year because it was so busy. Um, this this year, working to change that. So yeah, uh, uh, we're going to. I'm a... so excited for you guys. You know, the crazy thing is that, like, I, one one very small part of the reason why I love this has nothing to do with anybody is that I used to own a house three miles from the venue. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Literally three miles from the venue. But you so have like, a lovely house like, now. So in a way, it's almost like going home. A little mm. bit to the first house I ever owned. Okay. So I say, um, I hope you weren't lamenting it because, like, you have a lovely house now, and I do. it's I perfect. Do. Like, I love where you're at. You have a nice new mm-hmm. kitchen. Mm-hmm. So no, no, nothing. Uh, not not lamenting the first house. I did like my okay, first okay. house, but uh, that was I, I sold that before we left for for school and all the rest of it. But uh, I, I'm just so excited for you guys for this event. It is, it's just a blast. It's just a lot of fun. So if you are did not get in this year. Uh, plan ahead for next year because this shit sells out fast. And I know that was kind of a concern for them too. I know they're thinking about growing because they sold out in seconds. Yeah, they they did. I know last year I was kind of waited and I I, I couldn't do it because of uh, a job commitment um, that was either on that weekend or so close. But yeah, I remember uh, because Vince Ventrella went there last year and this year he said like, I think it was on Warhammer Weekly, he mentioned that he waited like a half hour because he was doing something to buy his mm-hmm. ticket and it was sold out. And he's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Now that said, uh, Vince, I love you. And anytime I come to the Columbus area, I want to see you. So, uh, yeah. I, this is, I'll, I'll send it to you personally. Cause I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but we're going to go out to dinner together. Uh, I'm going to bring the, the strength hammer crew. We'll, you name the place. We'll meet you there. We'll have a good time. Cause I also have gifts to give you too, uh, in the form of models. <laughs> But, uh, and, and, and Vince, if you're listening, I'll message you separately because, you know, we're, we're tight like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vince, if you're listening, I'm Chuck's friend. <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, that that's joke. That, I know that's Tom. I know that's Tom. No, that joke, that joke, that joke was actually, it's been around for a little bit because, yeah, because it's so many people. It's like, oh, that's Chuck's friend. That's Chuck's friend. But like now, so many of like the people that were Chuck's friends throughout the course of time, like, uh, like Alex uh, on Fit Hammer or um, or uh, Sean McAfee Brush for Hire, which those jokes were kind of like aimed at. Even Matt, like now it's like it's like oh that's that's Matt's friend, that's Sean's friend. Like I'm the friend now because like I I kind of like not that I'm not doing much, but like it's different in what I'm doing. So I'm not like mm-hmm. the big and like and they've really like done well with the social medias, whereas I'm just like do do do. I don't care mm. about reels or whatever. So it's it's interesting how that has shifted and it's fun. Yeah. So you know, no, Neil. I'm gonna be Neil's friend. That's what we're gonna do this yeah, year. Twenty twenty three, Chuck becomes Neil's friend. Wow, that's that's not a that's not really a thing, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> anyway, but uh why don't we uh why don't we talk a little bit about uh my my prep yes. for this event? Yes, let's get into it. 
So I played against Sylvaneth as, uh, you know, I had that little foreshadowing earlier in our uh, podcast. Um, and I asked my friend who will, um, I got a good friend named John, John DeCoulos. Wonderful um, person. Probably uh, a top 10 guy. Yep. Period. Yep. Um, and he will play whatever game you want. You want to play um, a laid back beer and pretzels game? <clears throat> and he'll ask you this before you play. What kind of game do you want? So he asked me, he said, what do you want out of this game? He's like, do you want something competitive? He's like, I know you're going to a tournament. I said, yes. I said, I want you to bring me Sylvaneth and I want you to make it as competitive as possible. And so he brought his competitive Sylvaneth list and it was heavy on the, uh, uh, the little fairy guys with the bows. Yep. yep it was yep. heavy on the, um, whatever those guys riding the mosquitoes or whatever the hell they're not mosquitoes. Uh, dragonflies. dragonflies. Um, Sounds, and then it sounds like you're really that. just insulting this army. <laughs> I, hope I know, right? I hope you're round one Sylvaneth. Unless it's me. Unless it's me, I'll take yeah, it. I'll take round one. You know, I mean, I play Nurgle, so I, I can't speak well of Sylvaneth. But, um, <laughs> uh, and then he had a, uh, two units of the guys, um, the Kurnoth Hunters with swords, right? He was playing yep. swords instead of scythes. He kind of switched up a little bit for this. Sure, and sure, then he yeah. had Lady of Vines. He had, um, oh boy, what's the, what's the hero with the wings? Oh, the, the Arch Revenant. The Arch Revenant, there you go. Um, he had that guy, and then, you know, a couple units of random dryads kind of sprinkled around now, the table. were you but... using new points, new GHB, or kind of like a mix of the two? We were using um, new, po- well, we were using new GHB. I don't know if he was playing with the new points or what, but... Okay. Uh, from what I understand, like uh, the the Sylvaneth points have been pretty favorable anyway, so yeah, um, I think he was would have been just fine. So yeah, um, but anyway, so we we played and the it was that hit and run list kind of thing, which was uh, I honestly have no idea how to play against even after the game, uh, not with my army anyway, where you can kind of pop in a unit, they can attack you, and before you can even get a chance to hit back. They run away. Peace out. Not a dice roll. Just see you later. <laughs> Not Just straight. I'm out. Right? The, old, the only way to get around that is if they kill a model of your unit that has the ability to fight on death, because that fight on death triggers before yeah. they run away. Yeah, and that's I did have, you know, the um, I run Blessed Sons, so okay. I had a big old unit of Putrid Blight Kings, which took the hit pretty well because that's what they do is take right. the hit pretty yep. well. Um, and then when they die, there's a potential that they can do a mortal wound to you or whatever. Um, you, you just have to roll correctly for it. So, you know, I got a couple mortal wounds on them as they shifted off. And then, you know what they did? They just healed it right back up. Not a big deal. As they so, do. As they do. <laughs> and then, you know, like <laughs> I, I kill one with disease points. And oh, by the way, I get a free one of these five wound models back. You know, no big deal on that either. So it was um, it was a struggle uphill, uh, based off of that one game, and seeing how that list plays, I am fairly certain I'm going 0 and 5 at Brewhammer. Oh no, uh, that's fine, that's fine. I'm okay with it. I'm comfortable with it. Uh, I'm going to drink a lot of beer. There you go. I'm going to play some people. We're going to have some fun. I'm going to make some other people feel really good about their armies, which is what it's all about. And um, you know. Who knows? Maybe we'll have. I'm gonna get down onto that last, uh, that game five, that own four game five, man, and I might just put somebody into the ground and make them feel like crap. <laughs> it would feel awesome. The I'm repeat. Feel so good about it. Yeah, the repeat. <laughs> just push him, 
push their shit in, Neil. Do so it. Some brand new player who didn't know what they were getting into, although I don't know any brand new players that would have been able to get into this event in the five seconds before it was sold out. That's true. So. <laughs> That's wonderful. So, anyway, so. But no, it did not go well. Um, I think we called it in turn three when yeah. um, I desperately needed to uh, win the priority, and I did not. And so... Uh, or any priorities didn't win any priorities so um yeah it was a little rough for me a little rough yep, that's that's uh completely understandable um those games will happen but uh, i we'll see i hope you uh you know you might face a favorable matchup i don't know what type of missions they're doing i'm not sure if they're gonna go with like the more competitive grand tournament style missions in the new GHB or if they'll add in one of the ones that's like uh, maybe it's isn't the most balanced choice but it's fun I'm, I'm curious what the, the Brewhammer's going to do for their, their mission pick. I would bet if I was a betting man I would say that they're probably going to go with the more competitive they have a very good eye out to what's competitive and what's balanced Right. the crew that runs the uh, the event and so it is a, a very competitive very you know balanced type event but the feel of the event does not feel like that because you're really just at a brewery, you know, drinking with your buddies. That's so um, that's nice they, they do a, They do a, an amazing job of marrying those two. And that's part of the reason why I'm so excited for you guys to go to this. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm excited because I missed it last year. But that, that's great. Like I said, yeah, I kind of expect the more tournament focused. They're more balanced as far as play. And nothing's like absolutely wild. Um, there's a few that are kind of like middling. Um that I'd like to see, but I understand why they wouldn't be there, but I wouldn't be upset if they were there. So we'll, uh, we'll see. Either way, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, it sounds like you had a good practice. At least you got the, the rust that's knocked off. You have your mm -hmm. army. You know what you're taking. Yeah. Do you have anything to paint for that army, or are you good to go? I actually do. I oh no, uh, because I've not <laughs> I've I've not painted the Rottmeyer Creed, so it's just ten models. I mean, and it's Nurgle, right? So oh, you yeah. paint greenish, right? And then like it's it's dirty and gross and like you don't have to be <laughs> you spray paint it white you use some washes you use some contrast paints you know you, you you run a little dry brush over them and you move on with your day so well, there you go that sounds like a good time mm -hmm. uh well i guess for my prep uh this past saturday uh matt and i were going to oh, well originally there was a 40k trios event at the fabricators forge which is kind of like the local pittsburgh area venue that runs events uh pretty regularly it was going to be me matt and cole but uh i i watched matt get a practice game in a 40k and realized that uh playing competitive 40k is not for him and, <laughs> and he was playing his botan and like you know he was painting models he's getting ready and he's just like played that game who did he play against i, I think it was at the I think it was actually at the barn. Uh, one of the barn guys was it was it either Brandon or Bobby or maybe Quentin? I, I forget who it was exactly. It looks wonderful person, not super competitive game, but competitive enough. And I remember mm -hmm. the next day, like Matt played the game, did all right, whatever. I think he I think he lost, not terribly, but I think he was just like felt the overwhelmingness of what it is because he doesn't play it often enough. Mm -hmm. And the next day, there's a message in the chat between the three of us. And Matt's like, do you guys care if we just hang out that day and just play games at my house? <laughs> and, and and Cole is currently moving. So we're and I was I'm I was going because Matt wanted to go. We'll have a good time. I'll take my Yanari out. No, no big deal. I was expecting to not win a single event. 
mm-hmm. or single game. Um, but I was like, yeah, sure, that's fine. And then that weekend came. Cole was in the midst of moving. And it was kind of, you know, the weather wasn't greatest. So I said, hey, Matt, do you just want to play Tabletop Simulator and play our games? And he said, yes. So a whole day set aside to play this. So we got through two games, but a lot of trial and error discussion. So it was like a good, like, nine-hour Warhammer day, even though we weren't in person, which that's the beauty of Tabletop Simulator. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's still not my favorite way. I'd rather play in person, but mm-hmm. I'd also, I really didn't want to make that hour and a half drive. My wife kind of wanted me home, and it was nice to be able to just do it that way whenever we need to. So mm-hmm. got in a couple games with Matt. Now he's running Fire Slayers. I'm sure he'll probably talk about it on Big M. Because uh, I think his show comes out before Brewhammer. Uh, yeah, should actually. Well, maybe not. We'll see. Um, on the same channel. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so the first game I went in, I took my Cities of Sigmar. Because I have a Cities of Sigmar army based upon my soulbound character, Lanissa who is a, not necessarily former, but technically former Daughters of Cain, who sided with Anvil Guard instead of the Daughters of Cain because she was from Anvil Guard in my story and all that. It was, it was fun. Check out Mr. Mephisto's Twitch streams where we, I think, I forgot what it was called. Um, but he was the DM. It was me, uh, Vince and Tom and Haywo. Um from those and we were playing it and it was a wonderful a wonderful campaign and like the last thing we did is like i kind of left on i had to like separate from the group for this whole thing so it was like interesting and like he was like, he was even shocked that I, I chose the choice i did which even i am too but like you know as what it is so i made a whole whole army around this character for anvil guard and admittedly it's a bit of a narrative force but it's like you know this new ghb Small heroes are very ideal, and I can bring a lot of small heroes in the Cities of Sigmar. I can bring lots of bodies in the Cities of Sigmar army. Uh, so we were using new GHB, new points, and I took Cities army, pretty much with the models I had, with one... one th- I'd have to paint one model if I took this army. Uh, and Matt crushed me. <laughs> like, it, it was like, I know my army I built was more narrative, but I'm like, it can still... It's not bad. It's not like just pure narrative fluff. Like there's good things in it. It's like okay, I want mostly dark elves. I have like a content. I have one dwarf unit, one dwarf hero, and a gyrocopter. I have one human unit, and I have one human hero. But pretty much every unit in the current Cities of Sigmar book, you need to bring at least twenty models before it become effective. Otherwise, you're just going to die. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like where the downfall went with those you know, those and a few other units that were just like minimum size. Uh so it's like okay. If I'm going to a competitive event, this probably isn't the army to bring. So I was also like, it was it was rough. I didn't know it like the back of my hands. So I was like, but I played it, and I want to take it to an event because I've ne- I painted it at the start of last year. Never took it to an event because obviously I didn't go to any events. Um, actually, did I take my KO to an event? I took my KO somewhere. I took my KO to I think to a one dayer. Yeah, I took my KO to uh, the teams event that Martin Orlando ran over New mm-hmm. Jersey, and I played it with Matt. Mm-hmm. But the cities have never been there. So that's why I'm kind of like, I was trying to force it in. And I'm not saying I won't take it, but like right now, the second game we had, I played Daughters of Cain and, you know, just like tidied it up, knock, knock the dust off my boots, took a win. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's just like that army is just so ingrained in my head. But the one fun thing I did do, I took 10 Doomfire Warlocks. 
And Matt was even like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, well, they're cheap now. Let me try it. They're fine. And I cast that first spell. And I'm like, okay, that hero takes six mortal wounds. He's like, what the fuck do you do? <laughs> I'm like, uh, you take six mortal wounds. He's like, I'm done ignoring these guys. But he's, but, you know, like that, I don't say like they helped me win that game just from their way to dice on shooting and spells and their movement capabilities. It was, it was fun. So right now, after that little game session and the, and the, the talking we've had in between, I'm planning to take Daughters of Cain, and I am going to take Doomfires. I'm not saying I'm going to take 10, but I'm going to add Doomfires into this list for five. You have to take 10. You can take five, but it's more you of a could, risk. and then you can do one mortal wound. Exactly. Uh, so I am leaning towards 10. The list I have built and in my folder, that's, you know, my, you know, every year I do my War Game Events 2023. You know, I have the events I attend. I have Brewhammer, and I have a list in there. The list has, it's the one I ran with Matt. I might make some tweaks to it, but I like it as it is. Honestly, the the one iffy part in it is the five bow snakes. Uh, they can do work on their own, even with just five. Mm-hmm. But I have to get them close, and as soon as you touch them, you're probably going to kill them. But also, if you're killing them, you're not killing my other stuff. So it's a really interesting list. I, I kind of like it. Oops, excuse me. Um, a little burp there, but... Uh, I, I'm leaning towards Daughters Kane. I'm not saying I still don't want to take Cities of Sigmar so bad. <laughs> just just to get them to an event. But me and I, I'm I'm making this the year I finally attend Nashcon. So with Nashcon, what I think I might do is take that army there. I can make a display board, I can make it fun, I can go super narrative, I can actually build the army out to be a little bit more competitive because I have more time at that point. So I think the plan is Daughters of Cain for for Brewhammer, which, surprise, I'm taking Daughters of Cain to an event. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, though, you are you are Daughters of Cain guy. And yeah. personally, if I play Chuck Moore and he's got, you know, some random-ass narrative uh, Cities of Sigmar list, I'm not going to say I'm not going to enjoy the game. I'm just a little disappointed I'm not playing Daughters of Cain. <laughs> well, if you're going to Nashcon and you play me, be ready, because I might bring Cities of Sigmar. But for Brewhammer, <laughs> I'll have Daughters of Cain. I'm going to write up a narrative in the next couple weeks here. Uh, probably kitbash a new, new character or something fun, because that's just what I do for these events. Yeah. Uh, maybe I would, even... Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'd ask for my $50 back. I'd be like, excuse me, like I'd play Chuck Moore, I'd like my... and he had a Cities <laughs> Army, I'd like my money back. Well, uh, here's why that my opponents won't for any reason so i'm not gonna say how i'm not gonna say why but every person i commit to this because i'm looking at them right now every person i play at Brewhammer, i'm gifting them a free new in box incarnate nice so just saying you want to play chuck moore and you get a free incarnate you know to get those get those grudges going I mm-hmm. actually since, since I'm already, since I already have since he already has one he's probably gonna be like fuck I don't want to play that I want that stupid model again. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about grudging but now you're just like ah screw that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you played cities we'd be playing each other in uh, game 5, but that's too bad. You are absolutely right. Now at least I might win one or two games. <laughs> <laughs> but should, oh, it man. it should be fun. I'm I'm yeah, I I'm just so stoked for this event because like the new GHB is fun. Uh it's still a crying shame that Marathi, Kane, and the Shadow Queen are 700 points. But uh, hey, you know what? Everyone, everyone's been wrong about other stuff. They're wrong about it this time. That's, you know, it's not, it, that's fine. Uh, and actually, uh, <laughs> I know. The 20 point change on Marathi actually change any of your list, though, honestly. It's it's the principle 
honestly. <laughs> because I spent when I when I was playtesting and doing all that stuff, I had to argue down almost the entire playtest team. Be like Marathi. I'm not saying I didn't have allies, but I'm saying it was very few and far between. So I understand you're looking at the rules of Marathi and you're like, she's too cheap. But if you look at it within the context of the whole book, 700 points is too much. I would accept 690. 700, too much. Don't agree. Well, that's, I mean, you know why I'd accept 690. Like, 680s, I was like, oh, I don't like 680. 690 is fine because you can be like, number seven. Yeah, yeah, six, six, yeah, exactly. It's, it's well, now I need to play you with Nurgle because you will hate the number seven. Oh boy, will I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm thinking Thudders can't. I am. I'm a little bummed that I can't take my awesome display board, but I understand why. Mm. And I'm I'm not necessarily one of the persons that's like, oh, I'm, I'm all for display boards. I'm like, no, they have their place if an event wants it. It's not a necessity. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, like, it'd be cool to bring up. But technically, I won an award already if my Dodgers came at the display board, so I can't complain. It's got its trophy. It's in the trophy case. We're all good to go. So now I yeah. think, like I said, I think Brewhammer's going to be where I shock the world and show them what 10 Doomfire Warlocks can do. Or I won't shock the world and I'll show them what 10 Doomfire Warlocks can do and they'll be like, yeah, it's exactly what we thought. <laughs> Everybody's going to shoot one of those bros and then just ignore them from then on. And, <laughs> and if you rally them, if you try to rally one, one guy Dude. and you get the six, I'm like, you know what? Good on no. you. Hey, Zealous Good Order, job. I rally on a four, sir. I'm not broken. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Good on. times. But still, it, it it's it'll be fun. But tell you what, let's uh, while we're here, let's uh, I brought the pack up for Brewhammer. Let's you want to run through that? Yeah, let's please do because I've read it. I did too. That's two people that read this pack. No, I didn't read it. Oh, that's read. one person that read this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, one person that read this pack because I've written packs that I didn't actually read. I just typed it out over time and I was like, okay, it's done. And I sent it out and it's like first thing is someone looks at it and says this is spelled incorrectly. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I didn't even read my own pack. All right, so Columbus Brewhammer, page one. Welcome to Columbus Brewhammer Age of Sigmar Grand Tournament, located in Olentangy River Brewing Company in Columbus, Olentangy, Ohio. Olentangy, Olentangy River Brewing Company in Columbus, Ohio. The Columbus Brewhammer team would like to thank you for your support and wish you the best with your upcoming batches. And the tournament organizers, the beautiful, beautiful Chris Teal and the ever handsome Steve Mata. And then there's a support team. Uh, Sean Phillips, Brian Barlow, Nate Potok. Potok. The very sensual, the very toit. Toit. Joe Barco, Josh Zero, <laughs> Adam Hagler, Mark Cottrell, and Paul Hinderman. I only know one person on this list. I might know more by face. Um, you, know, you know more by face for sure. Okay, all right. They've all been, they've all been to bars. Okay, it, perfect, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, and here's the best part. And this, is, this is where like it, they've really succeeded right away because they went out and asked for sponsors mm-hmm. and it's like and like you think like you're running like oh i'm doing this little gt i'm not gonna have time to people no one's gonna want to sponsor me listen to these sponsors they got baron of dice they do the dice for almost i think they, they do it for team america they but they do a ton of dice and i think they do dice for other teams across the the worlds too uh guard tower which is the local flgs in the columbus area Table War, which is a huge sponsor, like a big player in 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 the in the field, uh, and they also do quite a lot for uh, charities for children. So 
great sponsor. Mm -hmm. I'm always glad to see them. Artist Opus. Uh, I'm friends with a gentleman who kind of runs that. I love what he's doing. Uh, I got a brush gifted to me from from him. It's quality stuff. Um, the Artisan Advocacy Charities. I don't know what this is. I'm assuming it's just a charity maybe locally. Do you know about that one, Neil? No, but I, I do know that uh, every year Brew Hammer does pick a charity. Okay. And uh, if you want a chance at prize support and, or if you just want to donate to a charity, when you when you buy your tickets for the prize support, all that money and all the proceeds go towards a charity. And you better believe I'm bringing money for this because that's what you do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that, that's still one of the greatest things I've seen and the Midwest thrives at better than anybody else is running great events for charity. I, I don't get me wrong. I love events all across this country, but the Midwest own it on charity, particularly Every. Columbus too, because the Guard Tower guys they do a Toys for Tots thing in the winter oh, as dude, well, nice. which is awesome. So it's great. Let's see. Uh, there's also Monument Hobbies, which it sounds like an FLGS. I've heard of it. I'm assuming it's in the Ohio area. Do you know where it's at, Neil, or is it like a mid? I'm assuming it's at least Midwest. What was that again? I'm sorry. Monument Hobbies. I do not know monument hobbies. No. Well, let's let's do it live here. Monument. Hobbies. Everybody talk amongst yourselves. Yep, that's fine. Just doing a little Google search. <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona. Wow! Wow! I've heard of that. Don't, don't know it. Don't get me wrong. I've heard of. It. Oh, they do pro acryl. Okay, that's why they do a wonderful paint range. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. Because uh, I've heard of Pro Pro Krill. I've heard of Monument Hobbies. I just didn't know where they're at. And obviously, the Army Painter, another great sponsor, big name in the painting and wargaming scene. So that's that's great. Mm -hmm. like, I said, like I said, if you're running a GT, even if it's your first one, like they had some of these guys last year. I think they have more this year. But just ask. The worst people are ever going to say to you is no. And and most likely, they're going to throw you something. They're like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Here. Even if it's like a $10 off coupon to order online. Mm-hmm. That's like nothing for them, even if it's a small business to give ten dollar ten dollar gift tickets to you. It drives them business. Well, the most yeah, impressive like part too. It's like what what is it, like forty players in this? Uh I'll tell you what, let me uh let me bring up the 40. old the old BCP app here I'm a fan of. And we'll Everybody see what we got. Themselves? Oh no, it's um, upcoming Hammer. Let's check <laughs> let's check that roster. What do we got here? Well, oh, because I'm not using Apple, it's not showing me how many players let's say 40 that looks like about 40 i'm pretty sure it's 40 i mean that's not a huge event for as many sponsors as they got so to your point you know that's you know i mean the, the largest one i think i personally ran was 32 so that's only eight off eight, eight shy of what they did so yeah you know you might as well you might as well ask you might as well and i, I do have to admit I, i'm going to claim credit on this because I, I was the first one that ever did this when i did the nova packs when i was running nova open i stole the pages on the background of the Warhammer Age of Sigmar, like, campaign books. Like, mm -hmm. their, their art. And I just put in my own page numbers and stuff. Ever mm -hmm. since I did that long ago, I've noticed a lot more events do that. It's proprietary, Chuck. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to take clean credit, because the Brewhammer pack has that as well. So that's uh, <laughs> a little tip, a little feather in my cap I'm stealing here. All right, event, <laughs> event schedule, as we know, pretty typical. Saturday, Sunday, February 4th and 5th, which... Yep, it's just a couple weekends away. <laughs> Venue address, round timers. Uh, it, it's actually interesting because like I always like to see how um, different TOs handle this. Matches in five rounds or until time runs out. Pay attention to the clock to confirm with your opponent to make sure each player gets equal number of turns. When the TO timer goes off, 
It means the round is over and players should determine the winner of the match. Players can finish early, but not after timer. So, you know, that, that makes sense. It does. It's not like a hard, fast, hey, dice down, you're done no matter where you're at. It's work yeah. with your opponent. This, this is what we do at the US Opens. Get equal number of rounds and try and find a natural conclusion to the game on your own terms. If you need a TO to walk through it, go ahead. Now, I can promise you, uh, if you're playing me and we run out of time for some reason, which we won't because I'll win or lose by turn three, um, I, I don't ever stress. I don't care about winning. So, if we go to time and it's not even close, or even if it's close, I might just give you the win and you buy me a beer and we're all happy. Yeah. It's, you know, the, from playing last year, like, I mean, I was, I was playing late into a game five trying to pick up my second win. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's you. You, you try hard. Which is, by the way, if you, if you're a TO, which, which I've been many times in the past, these people are the worst. And Absolutely. So I they dear, are the worst. You are on God. a bottom table, just end your goddamn game. But, uh, I don't care if yeah, you're on we, a top table. All right. I don't care if you're on a top table. I, I've seen on both ends, and I've seen there's people. You give them two hours, they'll take two hours. You give them three hours, same person, they'll take three hours. You give them four hours, they'll go all four hours. It's just like, it's like a person getting a, pe a pizza. And they're always like, I always eat two pieces. And you can cut that pizza in half, and they'll take two halves. You can cut it in 16, 30 seconds, they'll take two pieces. They're consistent, mm -hmm. but they're consistent in the most annoying fucking way possible. Yeah, yeah. Finish your games. Play Everyone play elves. You win or lose by turn three. The end. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Every other army, useless. Throw it out. Elves only. <laughs> Starting a new, new elvesonly.com. Well, you know, from what I hear, it's 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 the Sylvaneth and it's the uh, the Lumineth Realm Lords that are going to be the problems this year. So, for the season. Well, there. So we'll I'm, see. I'm taking Daughters of Cain. I'm, the only problem I'm going to be is, I don't know. <laughs> I won't be a problem. I'm never a problem. <laughs> all right. Battle plan selection, obviously, the new General's Handbook. They haven't put it out yet because it's literally out this Saturday, so whatever. Terrain rules. All event terrain will be provided by the TO, which I hear is great terrain from, from what you said last year, Neil. Uh, oh, it's great, yeah. In accordance with the pitch battles, six to eight pieces per table, pretty standard. Um, four sides are chosen. Players may adjust terrain to accommodate the objectives. Obviously, just shift it around, make sure it's all good, keeping away from all that sort of stuff. Um, and I, I'm assuming, too, if you have an, an issue... You can just get a TO over and they can set it for you too, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, TO will randomly set up mysterious terrain tokens per cool rules, which is nice. The tokens will remain with the terrain piece at all times. So it's kind of nice. You walk up to a table, there's a mysterious terrain. Uh, now, the always the problem with mysterious terrain is you get... Especially when there's going to be beer involved. We're going to get to round two. Those those words mean nothing to us anymore. <laughs> oh, I, we'll start in round one. I, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless I'm it's blushing. unless it's plus one to cast, I won't remember. <laughs> mm. But pretty easy. I like that they're putting tokens out. Um, that's something I wish we could do for the U.S. Opens, but with scale, it's kind of hard. But yeah, I, I like when TOs do that. I think Nashcon does that. Um, but it's nice to see another event taking that on too. So. Army list using new points. Uh, army lists are due by January 29th is what this says. So I thought it was the 24th. I can't recall. But regardless, I'll have mine in probably by this weekend. So not mm. a big deal there. And then scoring. Here's where it gets into, Neil. 
this is what we care about gameplay army presentation and sportsmanship as you always have within the midwest event because they actually do sportsmanship i don't know why <laughs> that's my only gripe why do you do sportsmanship if you're an ass go away <laughs> right um i'm okay with favorite opponent voting 100 percent. but if there's points on sportsmanship it's like oh, okay the only thing i'll have a gripe with on this pack um let's see okay players will be there'll be multiple awards for categories players can only win one award they'll obviously win the higher award of the two i'm fine with that i think that's pretty standard across age sigmar at this point um best overall as expected best general and best overall obviously is going to include gameplay presentation and sportsmanship best general is just gameplay uh best presentation on zone best opponent uh by player vote which like i said i like that that's fine with me. i love that you know you vote you vote perfect that's that that's how that word should be i don't think it should be points sorry keep grabbing on that and then best grand alliance based upon points and soft scores for the presentation sportsmanship let's see do, do, do kind of obviously battle tactics grand strategy total score um and then major victories 25 points minor victories 20 points draws 15 minor loss 10 major loss 5 points battle tactic scored one point per achieved battle tactic grand strategy scored five points for achieved grand strategy this is interesting i, I know like with the us opens we actually just take the score of what you get so each point is worth a vp so it's nice to see a different way to think about it so i'm i'm, I'm all for trying different ways so i'm curious to see how this is going to work out i know i'm not going to be at the top so hey be fun to just kind of like as a to enjoying an event see like okay how's this work out just think about it differently uh, maximum points available per game is 35 points number of soft scores will also be included in the calculations for overall rankings so obviously soft scores are the tiebreakers not a not a big deal there uh which they said and like i said that's a uh, always an interesting thing do you go strength schedule do you go with soft scores i don't think there's a right answer in that honestly so uh just fun to see how different people handle it so let's see army presentation score up to 100 points overall We'll check out that page here upcoming. Sportsmanship, favorite opponent score, 15 points. On-time list submission, 10 points. Everyone, I think, should get the online list submission, 10 points. Uh, if you don't, it just means you got busy or you're forgetful. The favorite opponent score, like I said, I, I not my favorite thing. Neil, what do you feel about that? About which one, I'm sorry? About favorite opponent scores. Like, actually getting points for getting a favorite opponent vote. Uh, you know, I don't know. Sure. I don't have a strong opinion on this one way or the other, uh, but uh, I, I'd probably lean towards the, you know, who cares? Because at some point you're, you're just, it, it doesn't matter all that much. There's going to be one person who's got a lot of charisma or is doing something that's, you know, uh, event worthy. And I, I feel like that's, that's, that's worth, you know, that's worth something. Um, but I don't know. It's, well, uh, no, yeah, that's it. I think it's absolutely worth an award. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. I to me, I just like when I see it in pack for points. I'm just like, yeah, it's it's not my favorite. I said I'm not. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm poo pooing it a little I just, bit. But I'm, know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not against it. Is like I don't want somebody who's like, <laughs> don't take this the wrong way. Somebody who's not all that fun, who's just trying so hard. <laughs> and I guess that's a good thing, maybe. But and like you know, don't 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 uh, just be real, right? You don't yeah, need to yeah. be. Uh, 
Yeah, no, that's fair. It's fair. No, it, it, listen, there's yeah. good arguments both ways for this. Mm -hmm. I lean more on the side of I don't like points for opponent favorite opponent votes. I love yeah, the award, like but also right. like yeah, like it's to me the event does what the event does. To's in charge, and mm -hmm. it this isn't enough for me to go. I'm not going to that event because that's also silly. Like I want to go. To it's just event. always it, it kind of cracks me up when when you got like the guy who's out there trying to win the sports event, like the sports award, right? To be, you know, like. If you're a good sport, just like play your game and like. But if you come like going, I'm winning best sports. I'm gonna do all of this stuff. Like, okay, like <laughs> you know, okay, you know. No, yeah, like I, I, I'm giving all my opponents free incarnates, and I don't expect a single favorite opponent score. I don't care if you if yeah, I'm not your favorite. I, I'm just giving you a model because I have extras. Um, yeah. If you vote for me, cool. Know. If you don't, that's fine. Pick your right. favorite because yeah. I'm also like. Yeah a very melancholy guy so i'm not super hyped mm -hmm. up and i'm not gonna be completely drunk yeah, <laughs> i might no, buy you a beer <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i don't know it's it's fine it's fine either way to me uh, i don't have strong opinions i've never really run into uh, you know you know the guy who's dancing around like the court jester to try and win the event but you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> to try to win that award but yeah regardless it's, it's all good i say i wouldn't even can call it contentious i just think we there's different views and we all lean slightly different ways, but hey, whatever. Like I said, yeah. it's not enough to make me stop coming to this event, and I'm looking forward no, to it. No, no. If it's a critique, it's the most minor of critiques, you know. Absolutely, I, I, I don't mind that at all. I whatever. You know? Absolutely. So. All right, moving on to a soft score, which we can both agree is worth points. Army presentation. Did you try? Did you fucking try to paint your army? Mm -hmm. Uh, like I said. It's nice. Obviously, any colors that are less than three color minimum, zero points. That three color minimum thing. I think GW has done it right by calling it redefining it. Maybe not within their style exactly, but like the whole battle ready. Like, is your model done-ish? Like the three color minimum, I think is silly. Uh, yeah, I, think, I think it's still a holdover. Um, as far as a term, I, I get I get exactly what they're after, but the term three color minimum, I think it's just an old holdover term. But like, is it is it ready for battle? Is it is does does it look like it, you tried to get it complete? Yeah. Okay, then it's worth yeah. some points. If if it didn't, a model just... being done, a model being done to define a finished model, um, I can't remember the, some court case where they were trying to define porn, and oh, the yeah. judge says, "I I don't know how to. Def it's difficult to define, but I know it when I see it." Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and they said, I mean, like, like that's the way I feel about a finished model. Like, difficult to define, but I know it when I see it. Like, right. I, everybody does, and right? I don't expect. I mean, I very, very rarely see people bring unfinished models to events at this point. So that, that's mm -hmm. that's fine. But like, like, I see that three color memo. I'm just like, uh, we can redefine that to a better term. Uh, I think GW has chosen one, which, like I said, they did. They actually they put in this backer of this um, entire model fully painted, meating minimum requirements of battle ready. Which sure. Uh, I just hate the word three color minimum, apparently. Uh, so minimum requirements, 10 points, uh, fully painted beyond minimum requirements, 15 points, which I know I definitely sit comfortably there. Entire army is fully painted beyond minimum requirements and has advanced techniques such as light effects, freehand, multi-textured weathering, etc. An, an additional 10 points. Um, I don't do much weathering. I do lots of kit bashing. So I, sometimes that plays in, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but that's fine. Like I said, I, I, I think... These points are going to be well earned. It's going to be fun to see what people bring for armies. Uh, obviously, basing sort of same thing. Did you actually base your miniature? Is it done? How cool does it look? Effects, that sort of stuff. Cool. Uh, oh, advanced hobby techniques. Conversions are done. At least fifty percent of the army. That's that's a weird one. I see this quite often. 
and I'm not saying I'm not poo-pooing this at all because I love conversions, but conversions are done to at least 50% of the army. That is a lot of work. And 50% of a of a Daughters of Cain army does not equal the same as 50% of a Giants army. Here's my gripe with it. Okay. I under I fully understand and I'm fully aware of the amount of work that would go into doing something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um I don't like converting models. And if I wanted to convert a model, it would be like some head swaps and stuff like that. Yeah, well, but head swaps. Maybe I, like, yeah. I, I like the stock models. Like, I like it. Like, that's what I like. So I'm not going to convert all that much, if, if, if anything, right? So if there's something that, if there's a model that I hate, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, like, I remember the, uh, uh, the, the vampire lord with the bats in the hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cut the, cut, cut cut the bats out of the hair. All those bats are gone. Yep. Yeah, it's gone, right? But that's like that's what it would have to be for me to want to like change a model because I because I mean GW models like and, and I three D print right, so I recognize that GW models are the best models out yeah, there on yeah. the market by far, right? And so to me, like I'm, like I buy a unit from there, like this is a pretty freaking cool unit, and I, at the same time I can appreciate especially what good converters do, mm -hmm. but it's annoying to me at a little bit of a level. And I know a lot of people don't feel this way, but I personally do. When I see something that is so converted that I can't tell what it is on the tabletop, and then you have to tell me what it is. I hate that. I hate it so much. So, so yeah. that's kind of like a gripe for me. Yeah, I, I that's don't. Very understandable. And I have no argument against that. Uh, uh, argument you have there. Cause like, yeah, what if people don't like conversions? Mm -hmm. um so but still i guess uh you know i don't know how the tos handled it but this could be something that's more used as a tiebreaker for the best painted army type thing maybe i don't know like but maybe it doesn't play in at all like who knows it's yeah soft scores are soft scores they can be a little bit more ambiguous than mm -hmm. the other stuff so but valid points there and and i see that like i said the 50 percent is what i think bothers me because like i said I have to convert how many, and I've done it, and I have it. I have to convert how many witch elves as opposed to you converting two giant kits. It's mm -hmm. a little weighted differently. It's it's interesting, but well, regardless, yeah, well, we're, we're yeah, nitpicking yeah. a pack. We're not nitpicking. Yeah. We're, and by the way, everyone, if you're listening, we're nitpicking choices in packs as TOs. We're not nitpicking mm -hmm. this event and their choices because we're going no, no, to this no. event. We support what they're doing no. 100%. We're just saying, yeah. hey, if I was running an event, which we both do, this is where we change things. Mm -hmm. let's see okay bonus hobby points at order per judge's discretion just an extra 10 points you know based on like yeah you fucking care uh perfectly fine i'm I'm perfectly fine with that that's perfectly fine for me like yes a, a to has the final decision to be like that's that's the best painted thing in the event you get an extra 10 mm -hmm. points to break that tie no not a problem let's see and then there's an faq errata basic stuff um no we don't use chess clocks uh, was dice down round timing? Like, it's just basic stuff, and it's more for people who are newer to the event that this might be the first time they might be. Just kind of like prepare them for events that may happen to them, and they kind of know what the result's going to be. Like mm -hmm. they feel non-GW terrain, like all that sort of stuff. So nothing we need to go through here. Just uh, perfectly fine. And then the most important alcohol and food policy. <laughs> this is what matters right here, Neil. Oh, yeah. A bar is located on the premises and will be managed by the. Could you say that name again, Olentangy? 
Olin Tangy. Olin Tangy River Brewing Company. They serve alcohols, coffee, soft drinks, other beverages, and some snacks. Outside alcohol is strictly, strictly prohibited. I understand that. Outside food will be allowed inside. Which, did they have food trucks last year, Neil? They had food trucks, yeah. And they had yeah. one. Oh, they had a Mexican food truck. It's good. Good it? stuff. And they're providing free water stations, which, as someone who's going to be in a bar, free water, very happy with. Um, Mistake. <laughs> all attendees drink responsibly. You know your limits, obviously, like that. Uh, don't get too crazy. Um, uh, oh, let's check out their website. There's Olin Tangy River Brewing Company. The rest of the stuff doesn't matter. It's who won last year. It's where you can find them at. Blah, 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 blah. So let's check out the, the Olin Tangy. I know we did this on a prior podcast last year, but we're going to look at it. So what's their, let's see, what's their beers? Handcrafted Community. Opening up their beers menu right now, Neil. Live on air. You can you can do that. I just go for the loggers. It doesn't matter to me. On tap, oh they have on tap six packs cans, howlers and growlers. Oh dude, it's they got a good selection. Oh my god, what's, you're what's, not gonna the, the venue here is just just bonkers. It's so good. What's on tap? Bite peanut versus coffee. Huh. I like both of those things. You're gonna go for a coffee early morning on as you first arrive. Well, this this is a this is a beer. Quickly after that is, I know. Well, very quickly after the coffee, though, you will start diving into the beers as quickly as you can. Well, here's the thing: as a daughter's cane player in a Taylor Swift band, and also married to a, a a blonde, I absolutely adore. I'm gonna have a beach blonde ale because I gotta always have, try that whenever <laughs> I go. So that's in. <laughs> With a waffle. Amy says that's cute. By the way, what's it? I have a I have a blonde daughter's a cane army. I enjoy Taylor Swift. She's blonde, and my wife's blonde. What more do you want from me? I'm well, pretty yeah, easy. Man who knows what he likes. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a there's a sussy. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Sounds like something my son would say. Oh, Neil, Neil, here's what we need to do. We need to do a Dusty's done deal. Seven dollars oh, a pint, nine point two percent. Hold on. <laughs> Hold your horses. A pint, even. Hold, hold your horses. A Belgian Aloha, which I'm not really big on Belgians. 9.6%. But wait, there's more. <laughs> no play work day. 10.5%. There we go. It's dangerous. Let's go, baby. All right. All right. We're, we're so what you're going to want to do, by the way, um, for you for you gamers out there who are trying to be smart, all right, you're going to buy three beers, okay? You're going to bring them back to the table for your match because you're not going to want to leave the match because you don't want to be rude to your opponent to go stand in line and buy a beer, Absolutely. Right? You're going to buy multiple. You're going to tank that first one, okay, as quickly as you can, <laughs> all right? Because then it allows you to kind of drink the second one responsibly and still have the third one still be somewhat cold by the time you start into it. The third, yeah, you you chug the first one, you sober up on the second one, and you re-get the buzz on the third one. You don't sober up on the second one. It's <laughs> how we win games, Neil. <laughs> all, right, all right, so oh, sorry, moving on to their coffee, Roosevelt mm-hmm. Coffee, which I've heard of. I might have had it once before, but sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, espresso Americano. There we go. That's what I do. I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm one of two things. If I'm getting, if I'm not just getting black coffee, 
and I'm getting an Americano or a Breve. Depends on if I want milk or not. So Americano, I'm I'm in. Mm -hmm. Uh Yep, that looks delicious. Oh, they got Oh, they got they got sweets. That that sucks for me cuz I like sweets. All right, events and food. We're going to go next next. They have coffee. We're good. Oh, the food truck schedule. Oh, they have the food. <gasps> the schedule's up. Oh, I don't see anything for the 4th and 5th, Neil. Oh, they are. they're going to have food trucks. Mm, I hope so. I don't see anything. Ooh, maybe they couldn't get it. That would be Either sad. way. That'd be Either sad. way, Columbus Columbus is like it is the mecca for food. Absolutely. When I graduated college down there, and um i married my wife and we were we had a house we had no kids so the really the only thing we would do we would go out like two three times a week and we would go to the whatever restaurant mm -hmm. um and i said i was never gonna lose my six pack and i'm pretty sure i lost it within six months <laughs> so there you uh, go there's food in columbus absolutely heavy, heavy food i <laughs> i went there recently for a work trip um and on my way in by the airport, because I was picking up a coworker, because I drove, obviously, I found this amazing barbecue place. I think it was just called City Barbecue. It's great. Oh, City Barbecue is the best. That's man. so good. Yeah. Uh, and then there's one by us by now here, so we'll have to go up to that. Oh, it's um... So good, Depta won't. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. I want barbecue right now. Um, and then outside of that, uh, we were by the uh, campus, so like that big drag where it's all the food places. Mm -hmm. Oh, just eight and eight and eight. It was so good. Yeah, Columbus is a great place for food. There's no doubt about that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that looks like a great time. I am very excited. We're just days away. We'll say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Fifteen days away will be the final sleep meal. Mm-hmm. I, now I... keep in mind too. I have uh, I didn't I was not able to take off Monday because they scheduled me too fast on Monday. Right. So um, what I have done instead is I'm because we have the hotel. I took off Friday, so I will be heading down there for check-in. So I'm going to be down there early. Do you on have a the Friday. Do you have the hotel Friday night? I believe we have a Friday um, Friday Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because actually that's a, that's a good question because like, I know you messaged because it's me, you, Matt, and Cole. Mm -hmm. So all the strength hammer boys minus Dave, because someone has to teach kids and better the future of tomorrow as a college professor or something, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> okay, because I know you said like it's going to cost this much and we're all just like, yeah, sure, whatever. But none of us asked if it was more than one night. So if it's Friday. No, I'm pretty sure it's Friday, Saturday. I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah, look yeah. look it up and let us know because I will happily drive out Friday. Obviously, I'd like to drive with Matt. It'd be nice to carpool, but it's not that bad to drive. I will be out there Friday uh with you because we can have some great food that night and i could be out there honestly probably what i'm doing tomorrow is i'm going to go into work i'm going to request like a half day so i can drive out there and be out there by dinner time for you there you go that sounds like a plan i'm excited uh we still have another another couple recordings before that happens we got we got two more so uh event prep will continue as will Warhammer Fest terrain, so I, uh, this won't be the last time you heard about Brewhammer, but uh, this will be the last in-depth talk about Brewhammer until post-Brewhammer chat. Mm -hmm. So, Neil, we have to figure out what the hell to talk about next week, because I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, we, uh, maybe we skip next week and just go straight to the uh, 
the uh, the results was just like you know just get people pining for that result show <laughs> now we'll probably talk about old world and something fun like that <laughs> i'm just getting nostalgia again uh no i, I don't know like yeah we'll, we'll think of something it might be age for, like i'm uh, it's actually interesting this is a side tangent to wrap up the show here um i tend to be very bad at shifting gears very quickly between game systems i can play multiple game systems but like adept won't will be hard going from 40k to warhammer fantasy to age of Sigmar, because my brain doesn't like to do that mm-hmm um, so, uh, there might be a lot of Age of Sigmar talk next couple weeks, at least for me, at least for me. Love it. But anyway, everybody out there, uh, hope you're having a good time. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, stay Stormcast strong and happy hobbying. Mm-hmm.